Welcome to Speak Family. This is the Monday show we have all been waiting for, and it is Ooh. time for kickoff. Things are buzzing right now in the sports world, and this is what you do it for. Now, Brock Purdy, y'all know what kind of game he had. First quarterback, six straight wins, two touchdowns and all of those wins ever. But how about the Cowboys defense and the Dolphins? Tua Tunga Bailoa, Tua Tunga Bailoa, 466 passing yards. Absolute dude. 2-5, take the rock, big dog. Take the rock. I see that little, little. I told you, that's all I have. I see that. I played running back in fourth grade, and then I was past the weight limit. That's my only move. Hold up. Could I tackle you one-on-one? No. James Jones, biggest surprise of the weekend. Oh, my goodness. Biggest surprise of the weekend is really how them Giants look, man. Woo! They didn't look yeah. good. They didn't look good. Crazy. Joy, biggest surprise of the weekend. Well, I don't know if it's a surprise. Hey! See you 2-5. What caught your eye? What caught I might be joining the Philadelphia flag. Um, you know, I got to say, the way the Niners play, Brock Purdy, Yes. I got to put a lot more respect to his name. He's Ooh. like that. And he's the second best quarterback in the NFC. I'm going to say it right now. No. Ooh. I said it. You started to show off like yeah. that. He, that boy's showing off. He said it. Well, speaking of respecting names, that is James Jones, Super Bowl champ on the far end. Yeah, this is the brilliant Joy Taylor to his right my left. And we got the Eagles all-time Russian leader. Needs no introduction, that is but me. I will introduce him anyway. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy, can we can we get to first and ten? Let's get to first and ten. The topic of the day. The Dallas Cowboys, my, 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 did they shock the world. Now, I got to be honest with y'all, America. This is about to be an incredible show, a 40 to 0 caliber show. Okay, we about to play like the Cowboys did just yesterday. Cowboys defense, seven sacks, scored twice, mm, yeah. and just absolutely balled. Demarcus Lawrence after the game, he said that they, quote, definitely put the league on notice. And I got to be honest, he's absolutely right. Shady, I'm watching the game, and I'm thinking to myself, this has to be the Cowboys' year. I mean, they looked incredible. Incredible. Defense came out guns blazing. Special teams blocked. No, Ibo, no Guinea from Miami Dolphins. Special teams takes it all the way to the crib. Then the defense, pick six, all the way to the crib. Mm. Then the defensive line attacking Daniel Jones to the point where he wanted out of the game. The Dallas Cowboys, quite literally, in the phases that mattered, because their offense could have clicked better, but it doesn't matter when you're winning 40 to zero. In the phases that mattered, took over the game yesterday, put the league on notice. I thought the most impressive effort leading into Sunday night was the Niners. The way they beat the Steelers, I was like, yo, Mm. Niners is like that. Then the Cowboys said, hold my cup. And then they went and did the same thing. Two Five. Cowboys put the league on notice to you? Demarcus Lawrence, he's not tripping. Not he is not tripping. Listen, and it kills me to even say this. <laughs> Dallas look good. They look real good. Right. When we see them in camp, I said, man, I told, yo, they, this, this roster looks crazy. All this talent, all this new talent, all this old talent, everything they had. And then they put it together, and listen, like you talked about with the offense, it didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. They, they on, on all phases of, of football, offense, Defense and special teams, they all showed up. Yeah. And the worst part was it was a divisional game. Yeah. I, I thought that the Cowboys would win, but it would be a close game, maybe seven, four points, field goal. Nah, smackdown. Michael Parsons looked like the OLT. I'm going to keep it real. Looked fast, looked explosive. Best player on the field. Defense shut it down. They paid $160 million to Daniel Jones. They made him like the old Daniel Jones mm-hmm. before the money. Mm. I hate to say it, they, they look good. It's going to be a tough road for the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. when, we, when we face them. I'm with them. Keep going. They absolutely put the league on notice. Yes, I did. mean, you're talking about 
the best defense in the National Football League. That's what they look like last night. They look night. like it. That's, that's what they, they look, look like, right? If anybody said that after week one, I know y'all Niners and all that, but if anybody said that after hey, week man. one, it's tough to go against hey, the Cowboys man. with what they did. And then you go to the offensive side of the ball. They didn't have to do a lot, mm-hmm. but we didn't have one of these from Dak. <laughs> you know what I mean? The ball was coming out of his hand. What you right? mean by that? Because I know it, but I'm, the viewer I'm, at home yeah. might not. These right here scratching my head, like, where are you going with the football, Dak? We didn't have none of those. Why are you forcing the football there, Dak? We didn't have none of those. They ran the ball well. Dak Prescott got the football out of his hands fast, right? And the defense showed up. But offensively, they looked the way they were supposed to look, too, in my humble opinion. I got to be that guy. Go ahead. <laughs> you that lady? I have to be that lady. I have to be that lady. Uh, I don't think I learned anything about the Cowboys. Uh-oh. I think I learned more about the Giants. Mm. Cowboys, I've been though that was the Cowboys defense. That was Cowboys defense last year. You want to talk about the Cowboys. It don't matter what the Cowboys offense looked like. It, it doesn't? No, I didn't say it didn't matter. I said they look good. Well, you said they look good. <laughs> this side of the table said they look okay, but it didn't it matter. I, I would argue it does matter. Because I don't think the Giants are like that, and they, they showed they're not like that. Mm-hmm. The defense and special teams scored the first, what, 90, yeah. 90 yeah. points? Yes, that's true. Yes, they did. That did happen. That did happen. Yeah. We're not, I mean, we, we can't just rely on the defense to score points, right? No, obviously they didn't need that because they were so good and so mm-hmm. dominant and had such a lead. I'm not poo-pooing that in any way. 40 nothing <laughs> is a delightful way to start the season. Everyone should feel great about it. But as far as putting the league on notice. If you didn't know the Cowboys defense was like that, what were you doing this entire offseason? What mm-hmm. film were you watching? Who were you reading up on? That is the Cowboys defense. That's what they did last year. So I, to me, this is way more about the Giants than, than Dallas because as dominant of a win as that is, that's what that defense is capable of doing. That's why we all pick Micah Parsons. Well, almost all of us pick Micah Parsons. Mad Max, Mad Max. But that's why we all picked him to be uh, Defensive Player of the Year. We all feel that they are either 1 or 1A, best defense in the league. If you want to argue San Francisco, I will certainly listen to it. But to me, I I know the defense for the Cowboys is like that because they were like that last year, and a lot of them got better. To me, this was more about the Giants. I think mm. the Giants put the league on notice. Ooh, that's, 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 I like that. In, in a, in like, a bad like, way. In a bad way. Correct, yes. But like, 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 like whoever's playing them, bet on them. Yeah. The <laughs> oh, but he, here's, let's get to the interesting nuance of all of this. Because I wanted to side with Joy when I woke up and read this first question. I was like, was the Giants just that bad? But then I thought to myself, think about the NFC. Panthers didn't look good. No. Falcons didn't look great. No. Saints didn't look great. No. Commanders almost lost to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals lost to the man- Commanders who wanted to lose to the Cardinals. Neither of them looked great. Bears, they didn't look great. Mm-mm. Vikings, oof, they didn't look great. Gosh. Seahawks lost both of their tackles, so after halftime, they didn't look great. So I'm thinking, as bad as the Giants looked, they're not the worst team in the NFC. In my mind, they're not close to it. They're the middle of the pack. And if the Cowboys gave a 40 to skunt game to a middle-of-the-pack NFC team, mind you, this has more to do with how bad the NFC is. Right. If the Cowboys skunked 40 yo, mind you, America, 40-0 to zero is the biggest blowout in the last 20 years on the road. Last 20 years home opener. <laughs> mm. Biggest blowout. If they beat the Giants down bad like that, okay. then 2-5 doesn't say more about the Giants or the Cowboys. It's, it's got to be the Cowboys, right? Just because of... It's the, it's the first game of the year. That's, that's one of the most games we're excited for. I can't wait to get there. And, and can't you go against each other all the time? Here and there, you might go against another team, but you can't wait to play somebody, and it really matters. Not one quarter, not three series, a whole full game. And another part is, it's a divisional game. We can't wait. It's Sunday night football. 
So if you can't decide to play your best ball on, on Sunday night football, what are we doing? What are we even talking about? Mm. I can't even sit here and put it on the Giants. It's got to be the Cowboys. Like, this is the NFL, 40-0 to zero in the first game of the season? Mm. So if, it, if the first game goes like that, right. game two, game three, like, what, how do you... Today I was, I was asking, I called on the show, I was like, when that happens, because I've never been part of nothing like that, what's the message you say, you say to the players? As a coach, Dable's a hell of a coach. I played with him or for him. I know what type of coach he is. What's the message you, you deliver? What do you say? Yeah. So it got to be the Cowboys. They whooped the heck. Man, I came in. I don't want to curse. Well, but man, I was. Well, I done, I done been a part of something like that. So. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you experienced I, I done that? Been, I done been blown out like that. I done been nothing going right. Quarterback being sacked. Receivers may be open. Mm. Then when the quarterback finally get, you know, some protection, he delivers the ball. Drop. You fumbling. <laughs> are you dropping? Like, I done, been, I done been a part of games like that. And the only thing the coach can come in there and say, we ain't watching this tape. It's going in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we on to the that's, next that's one. Saying, Forget yeah. about it. Let it go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But this is more about the Giants. Ooh. And the reason why I say that is because when we look at the Giants last year, they were so well coached, mm-hmm. right? That's why Coach won defense. I mean, Coach of the Year. They were so well coached. Yeah. They outschemed you on defense. They outschemed you on offense, right? They made the plays when they had to make the plays, but it was no stupid little mistakes like that. They looked like they did not have the Coach of the Year. Mm. They looked like they were not coached well. Bad ball security, drop balls. They could even with DeMarcus Lawrence, I mean uh DeMarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons on the sideline. They still couldn't block the That's Cowboys. True. True. And we true. talking one-on-one blocks. Yeah. We talking we ain't got no tight ends chipping nothing. We just got our quarterback back here that we just gave all this money to just getting teed off on. And that mean hit America every <laughs> single play, right? And they ain't changing nothing. Still drop back pass. So for me, Last year when we watched him, Brian Dayball got in so many different schemes and all that to help Daniel Jones, use Daniel Jones' legs. We seen none of that. Mm -hmm. They just got completely dominated. And, yes, you want to get the Cowboys all the credit, but we expected the Giants to be a good football team coming in this year, right? The additions they made, the Darren Waller. Are we sure they're not? Right? Like when the Cowboys, the, the, the Niners just beat the brakes off the Steelers in Pittsburgh. But we got them finished. I'm not convinced the Steelers aren't a great team. So just because the Cowboys beat the brakes off of the Giants, it doesn't mean that the Giants aren't a good team. We can admit we watched a lot of bad football yesterday. Yesterday, a lot right? of it. Like, a lot of particularly it. in the early window, like nobody was even scoring. It was, yeah. was not the most beautiful week one, which you can expect the defenses to be mm-hmm. more in soon than the offense. There's early. a lot of changes. There's new pieces. Okay, fine. We can make all these excuses. Fine. Nobody looked that bad. No why. Okay. So I'm not going to overreact. Sorry. I'm not saying they're not going to win a game this year or anything crazy, but you, nobody, it was historically bad. Mm-hmm. It was. They, they, they opened the season with a historically bad performance. I mean, a nugget? Zero? Like that's, that's what I'm yes. saying. Like the de- for the defense <laughs> to not allow any points. But, the- but here's my thought, though, Joy, because, like, yesterday was bad ball. It was bad ball. It was bad ball. But I don't know if I can just say to myself, 2-5, you know what, Giants ain't no good. Only reason being is, like, great teams and particularly great sides of the ball, they can make you look like that. I go back last year. Niners had one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. What happened when the Chiefs showed up? 40 points on them, boys. Because mm-hmm. a great offense, Chiefs end up with the best offense mm-hmm. in the league. A great offense can even make a great defense look porous. So I'm thinking to myself, a great defense, too, can conversely make a mediocre offense look bad. Only thing is, like, when I watch that game, first of all, the first drive, 
Giants ran the ball no down their throat. Field. Right? Yep. So I said, I said, oh, okay. So I drafted the first round um, draft pick, right, to, to stop the run. He's not doing that. Go up and down the field, right, boom. Then they get the block. Fumble snap, right? and then the block. Yep. So then it just went bad. But one thing I will give the, the, the um, Cowboys credit for, they made adjustments. They didn't run the ball no more after that. Now, I don't know if that was because the game was kind of getting out of reach a little mm-hmm. bit, but when they did try to run the ball, they, they stopped it. Yeah. And then I get the matchups. See, this, I'm, I'm all about the matchups. That's my biggest thing. Now that they got two shutdown corners, what are you doing? Oh, doing? my God. I've seen them play oh, a lot more God. man. Yeah. Preaching, I, They play a lot more man this game, too. I was like, yo, where do you go? Because the pressure's going to get there. Mm-hmm. And they got dudes that's covering. Mm-hmm. And they got some solid safeties. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? But that's, that's the problem in this whole thing is you pay the quarterback all that money to make them tight window throws, to throw those He looked regular. Yes, he did. Exactly. He didn't look like he just coming off of fresh money. He looked like the Daniel Jones we have been used to seeing before he got paid, especially Mm -hmm. throwing the football. And if you, as a Giants football team, they know the NFC week too. So you got to believe that they think this is our year to get to the NFC championship Mm -hmm. or whatever it possibly is. true. They're not ready to compete with the Eagles or the Cowboys or the Niners. No. You know, so so that for me, that's why I say this is more concerning for the Giants because they didn't look like they're a team that's ready to take that next step. But but real quick – as, as great as the Cowboys played, they didn't have the best performance out of, out of, out of all the teams, though. Not I'm offensively. Go, I'm going with the Niners overall. Mm. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Cowboys rolling. Where they rolling? Niners look good. Cowboys look good. Well, when we return, we have to talk about the Colorado Buffaloes because they also look good. Plus, I'll get into the film room and break down Tua Tungavailoa's season opener and show you exactly what it was that made him so impressive. That's next. Don't forget, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. So it was stunning, though. He definitely was showing off. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is second and short, family. That means we're going around the nation. It would be an injustice if I did not tell each and every one of you all the major storylines in college football this weekend. Got to start with my alma mater, University of Texas. They are in the top five after beating Alabama for the first time since Checks Watch, since I went there. And, yeah, I went there a long time ago. Quinn Ewers, an absolute stud, 349 yards to the air. They went into Tuscaloosa. Thankfully, Xavier Worthy called, and Texas got the W again. They are a top five team now and might make it home. Hopefully, if they keep this rolling to the college football playoffs. Anyway, enough about Texas. Let's stay in Southern California. Caleb Williams, I was watching that game, calling that game. Four total touchdowns in the first half alone. He continues to solidify himself as one of the best college prospects we've ever seen. I'm talking Andrew Luck. I'm talking John Elway. I'm talking Peyton Manning. I believe that Caleb Williams is better coming out of college than any individual that I have ever seen with my own two eyes. And lastly, all eyes are on prime time. See, we're witnessing history, and let no one tell you otherwise. What Deion Sanders is doing in Colorado with the Buffaloes, it is historic. They're in the top 20, ranked number 18 overall. In the top 20 for the first time since 2016. See, Deion Sanders went to Colorado, and it did not matter what time it was, because whatever the time, it was always prime time. 2-0 after beating Nebraska. Shador Sanders put the team on his back. Travis Hunter, another dominant performance. Let's head to the desk, because we really got to talk about it, but we have to celebrate it as well. I almost fell on my seat. Lesser athlete would have fallen. <laughs> George Taylor, 2-0 for Prime. You just got to tell me, how impressive is Prime's 2-0 start? 
It's very impressive. And this win validated last week's win. We were waiting to see, are you going to build on this? You should beat this team. You should beat them in style, yep. as one needs to do to continue to move up in the poll. No doubt. And they did that. It was a little bit of a rocky start. Mm-hmm. First half was, had us a little on the edge of our seat. Mm-hmm. How's this going to go? And then they got rolling, as they, as they should, because they are the more talented team, and they were very well coached. I love this win, not because they beat up on a team that they should have beaten, but because last week feels so much more real now. Yep. That this was what this was the, really the test. Is this a fluke? Are you able to then beat the teams you're supposed to beat if you were ranked where you are? And that's what they were able to do. And I absolutely love it. And it's it's amazing what Prime is doing over there, man. You're talking about a dude that's two and zero. They only won one game last year, and he's won in dominant fashions. And what I was watching in this game when they started off slow, I'm like, oh shoot, they kind of reading their press clippings, <laughs> and then they got it going. That's signs of a well-coached football team, right? It is going to be this in a football game, but finding ways to win and then dominating a football game, that is impressive by Coach Prime. And they only going to get better. I mean, you see the confidence of this football team, and obviously Prime walk around with confidence, and it's, it's eluded in this football team. It's just fun to watch, man, these boys go out there and really change that program around like that. I feel proud, man. Like a proud, like a proud, <laughs> I feel like a proud dad. I got my boy believing now. Do you believe? I believe. I believe Come last on week. now. Believe your eyes, because Coach Prime is easy to find. <laughs> I love it. I mean, just because these boys look hungry. They look motivated. He has these guys... On Instagram, he shows like his his um his his pep up speech, right? Pep talk, and he's getting guys going on and motivational talks, and getting the blood flowing a little bit. And as you look at the kids, they all believe. Mm-hmm. The first game, yeah, I, you know, going against TCU uh, last year was in the title game. I get it. Might be a little nervous. They wanted they beat them on the road. They come back home, sold out crowd. What are we gonna do? Dominate. We ain't gonna just win the game. No, no, we can't just win the game. We blew them out by 22. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we, we let it be known. Now the next team that comes here, it's the same thing. Coach Prime is building something special. And the best part about this is like, there's no other coach like him. It looks different. It feels different. It sounds different. Mm-hmm. And I love everything about Coach Prime, what he's doing up there in Colorado. And Shadora Sanders, oh my gosh, listen. People want to talk about him that much, right? Yeah. Right? Now it's like, hey, he might go to the draft. Oh. Is it going to be Caleb Williams? Is it going to be him? Who's it going to be? Ooh. Right? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, baby. Uh, and it's twofold for me. We all hear about, in business terms, we hear about compound interest. When your interest earns mm. interest. Yes, yes. What I think about with the Colorado is compound confidence. Because our confidence is now gaining confidence, which is gaining confidence, which is gaining confidence. Mm. You beat TCU. That's a little bit of confidence. It's something. Go on the road. A team that was in the national championship last year. That's a solid start. You're ranked. But then you beat Nebraska, a team that also has a first-year head coach who is an incredible college coach. Mm -hmm. Let's not get it twisted. Matt Rule fixes Temple, leaves Temple, goes to Baylor, fixes Baylor. Matt Rule is an incredible college coach. He is quite literally the ultimate fixer-upper. Then you beat them, Mm. and you do it in convincing fashion. Um, See, week one, what Shador Sanders showed me was incredible physical ability. Incredible. I mean, he went out there 510 passing yards in his first start in Colorado. But week two was more impressive. People might ask themselves how. James Jones got it. He showed that mental fortitude. Man. Because nothing, like Joy said, nothing went right in the first half. 
nothing. Yeah. Nebraska was executing their game plan to a T. Mm -hmm. Keep it a low-scoring game. We'll break one. We'll have a long drive. We'll take the lead. We'll beat Colorado 10-7. Slow. Yeah. slow, sluggish, yeah. gloomy. That's how Nebraska <laughs> wants to play. Shador said, hey, I'm just going to stay the course. That's I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to stay the course. Eventually, they will crack, and that's exactly what happened. And, and that's impressive because when you talk about all the pressure that's on Colorado and Coach Prime, right, you just beat TCU, all the eyes is on you, right? I don't know how many celebrities was on the sideline. It looked like the old school USC days yeah. when they was rolling, right? <laughs> I'm going to be there soon. It's a, lot, it's a lot of pressure. It don't never get to him. All he does is go out there, oh, it ain't there. I'm going to run it, mm -hmm. throw it away. He ain't forcing none. He ain't letting it be too big for him. He's just taking what the defense gives him. And like you said, eventually, it's going to be that big play. And it's going to happen. But that's what's impressive because he didn't force anything in TCU. Come out here with all this pressure. You got to win now. And to come out here in the way he played mentally, that was impressive. Joy, you and I both said a bowl game would be a success. Again, America, if y'all don't know, to make a bowl game, you have to win six games. That's yeah. all it takes to qualify. I said that before the season started. Yo, Prime, you get to a bowl game? I salute you. But now you're 2-0. Mm -hmm. And you got Colorado State this week, a game in which they should convincingly win. Should go to 3-0 fairly easily before seeing Oregon. Mm. Have mm. your goals changed for Colorado? Not your expectations. But have, your, have you increased your goals now that they've increased their performance? There's update. <laughs> we, we should update. But no, I mean, I think if they, if they are able to beat a team like Oregon, then we can start... We can start getting the tingles. Yeah. <laughs> we can start dreaming a little bit bigger. I, I, I don't, it's not that I don't think the, the expectations should be big or, you know, I don't want to, you know, get ahead of my skis here with this, or, with this program because they look good enough to do that. Mm -hmm. But why? why? It, it, a turnaround like that in year one is a tremendous success. Now, if they do more, great. Mm -hmm. But they, there's, there's some other opponents coming down the pipeline. If now, if they get to that point, then we will update the information. Yeah. And then yeah. we can start talking that cash, you know what. But <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're two games into the season, and, and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing based off of the expectations they had for themselves and what they expected for themselves. Shady, you said... You said 9-10, big dog. Like, uh, you, you yeah. put it out there. Yeah. You put it out there and you said, go get it. You put the mark out there and you said, go get it. They're 2-0. and yep. it, They are following your trajectory more than anybody else's. Colorado State, it should be 3-0, and but Prime, I won't do that to y'all. I don't want to just count wins that aren't there yet. I don't want to count money that ain't in the account. Where are your expectations now? They're still there. That 9-10 wins. They're still there. Saying, I'm on course. Yeah. I think that while I'm, I'm like that, it's so optimistic about Coach Prime and, and Colorado is because... He got some players there. He got some players there. Mm -hmm. And the, the best thing about having a coach like Coach Prime is when you have that confidence, mm -hmm. right? Andy Reid has so much confidence in this. Even if we weren't that good of a players yet, he makes feel like we were. So now when, when you got a guy like Travis um, Hunter balling mm -hmm. out on wide receiver, yes, sir. It, it makes the guys in the room game elevate. And as you see in this game, other wide receivers start showing up. Mm -hmm. And then it, it carries all through the locker room. So now maybe your line's not that great. Shador's buying time, making plays on the field, running backs, breaking tackles. They get confidence. Not a lot of them get confidence. And it goes out through the whole entire locker room. That's when the team gets better and better. When some of the players are not that good, the ones are not that good, they start playing real good like the, like the real good players. And that's what's going to be some trouble. I'm we, with you. I'm we, with you. It's like confidence. I, 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 I was at seven. I'm at about ten now. He, he, he got to get to ten I'm a proud now. dad. Oh, <laughs> he he, he got to get to ten now. And the reason why I say that is because we got to believe that he's going to win one or two of those big games. Come on. With what he showed us, he's going to win yeah, one or two I, of those big games. And for me, the equalizer is Shador. Yep. He has 
everything he needs at the quarterback spot. In college football, in NFL football, that is what Mm. wins games. And I feel like Shador could go toe-to-toe with the best. Here's what's most fascinating, and we will keep you all updated on the storyline all season. The Pac-12 is better than it's ever been. The Pac-12 has eight eight teams ranked in the top 25. The most they have ever had historically previously is six. When you talk about Shador, he has to go to Eugene Mm -hmm. and see Bo Nix, quarterback for Oregon. Then the following week, at home, sees Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. Bo Nix, cool. He's cool. That's fine. Let's keep it real. He's all right. I'm just just saying. He's all right, though, right? That's fair, but he was was projected as a second-round pick last year. So all all I'm saying is Oregon is a solid squad historically. Then Then you have USC. You know what they're going to do. Say what you will. You do have to see Oregon State. Lolo, Oregon State. DJ Uyunglele was at Clemson. The Number one recruit out of high school is now the quarterback at Oregon State. He wasn't good at Clemson. He was. He, he yeah. wasn't at Oregon he, State though. He has been balling. Well, well, throw him in two games because he was god but awful. At Clemson. You are right. He was god awful. <laughs> you are right. Okay. He I'm was. Sorry. He was not good. Well, he was god awful for Clemson. Let me put that in context. I best. think he had 26 touchdowns and maybe seven or so interceptions. I'll correct that if I'm wrong. So all I'm saying is. It's going to be some shootouts in our future. And I believe he's going to well, get hey, one man. or two of them done, and that's why I think Hey, he hey, look, it can be a shootout, but Colorado got them bazookas. So we ain't Well, when we return, we might witness the most important game this NFL season tonight. Jets, Bills, Aaron Rodgers home opener. It is the biggest story in the last six months of every sport, and we are about to talk about it. Do not go anywhere. You have to hear this conversation when we return. That's next on Speed. Mm. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. We are in third and long, and there is not enough time to talk about this conversation. Jets, Bills, it might end up being the most important game of the season. Well, it's the first game of the season for Aaron Rodgers. It is tonight, literally about three hours from now. We spent six months talking about it. It's here. We're here. James, I'm going to say something that might sound crazy on the surface level, and Uh you tell me how crazy it might be. I think this is already a must-win game for the Jets. Mm -hmm. And I think it's already a must-win game for the Jets. Not literally. You can't win the Super Bowl in one game. But the Super Bowl can start to unravel in one game. Mm -hmm. You don't get a second chance at a first impression. Aaron Rodgers' first impression with the Jets today. Keep in mind that the Jets beat the Bills last year without Aaron Rodgers. They played him twice. Point differential was plus five to the Bills. Aaron Rodgers, you're worth five points. They brought you here for or five points. The owner, general manager, head coach of the team flew across the country to sit with you because you are worth those five points. Mm-hmm. You cannot afford to lose not only a conference game, but more importantly, a divisional game. Yeah. They brought Aaron Rodgers here to beat the Bills. Mm. It all comes down to tonight, the first impression, because it's not going to get any easier. They see the Dallas Cowboys week two. 
It's not going to get any easier because in week four, they see the Chiefs. I remind the whole world, in 2014, Aaron Rodgers famously said, relax. Relax, take it easy. After starting one and two, he said, relax. Uh, well, if the Jets start one and two this year, you can't relax because no you got the Chiefs in week four. You got the Eagles in week six. You got to take as many dubs as you can early on. I think this game, three hours from now, all eyes will be on it, must win where do you stand? That's your former teammate Aaron Rodgers, uh, the quarterback. That's what I'm talking about, my dog. You spit right there. That's what I'm talking about. Because you're right. It is a must win. Ain't nobody worried about what Josh Allen and the Bills about to come out and do, right? That's, that's the roster that they had last year, right? Yes, some people got them going to the Super Bowl and the playoffs, right? But they've been in that contention for the last five years since Josh Allen got there, right? The Jets haven't been. Mm -hmm. Even though they... Might have beat the Buffalo Bills last. Nobody had them going to the playoffs or going to Super Bowls. With Aaron Rodgers over here, they expect them to go to the Super Bowl. This is going to be a really good football team in Buffalo. They are going to be in the playoffs. Probably going to have to see them again down the line to beat them to get to the next game in the playoffs. This is a must win for Aaron Rodgers and Robert Sala and the New York football Jets. They have to get this one done. And like you say, it's a first impression. Buffalo know what they got in Josh Allen. The Jets don't know yet. The Jets don't know what type of football team they're going to be, how good they're going to be, how good Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Is he going to be the Aaron Rodgers we've seen last year? Is he going to be the MVP? <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers? Nobody knows. This is a must win for Aaron Rodgers, and the first impression is big. He got to go out here and ball out. Joy, I'm most eager for your answer because I know you hate this question. Like, you hate having to dictate if something's a must-win when it's not the Super Bowl because, quite literally, it's not a legitimate must-win until the Super Bowl or until the playoffs if we're being honest. But I'm most eager to hear what you have to say. Is it a must-win? That's how you know we've done a couple shows together. <laughs> I'm like, guys, it's not literally a must-win. Uh, it's, it's, it's a must-win for both of them because of this oh. division. But I will agree with you that we know what the Bills look like. Yeah. We know what the Bills are. No, we don't know what they are this year, because every year is a new year. Mm -hmm. But we know what the expectations should be. We've seen them play at a high level. We see them play at a low level. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the Jets are. This is all brand new information. Information I can't wait to gather, by the way, because <laughs> I am so over-speculating about what this is going to look like. But that's kind of the important part. We want to see what it looks like with this team, probably more than any team we wanted to see this weekend, if we're all being yes, honest. Like, there were some questions about plenty of teams and plenty of players and what they're going to look like. But this is the one we've talked about the most. So if you come out and look bad, which we've, we've, se we've seen a lot of bad ball this weekend. Everybody wasn't looking their best. It was week one. There were some offenses that could use a little, little touch-up here mm -hmm. and there. Hmm. This one's not going to be able to, to, to do that. You need to start out <clears throat> strong. And after some information we've gathered from week one, boy, that New England game doesn't look like a gimme Nope, ain't anymore. no cakewalk week three. Mm. Nope. <laughs> that doesn't look like a gimme anymore. Nope. Not that I ever thought it I was. Want that, I want to go to that. <laughs> oh, that New England look like did, did they? Or we just let them back in? Like, uh, I mean... Either way. Come on. I mean, it's a division game anyway, either so way. it could always go either way. Uh, well, I don't know about Denver enough yet, but the point <laughs> is, we know how hard it's going to be through this stretch, but even if you lose tonight, lose, lose with passion. Mm -hmm. lose, lose with some flair. Don't, don't make it look like some of the bad ball we've seen this weekend. I went to the bathroom, and it was 16 nothing. Philadelphia versus the uh, Patriots. This, what happened when you came back, though? I was supposed to bathroom, quick bathroom, right? <laughs> anyway. It was in the game. What are, we what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Is it a must-win What are we talking what about, Acho? Talk to me. Yes, it's a must-win game. Listen, it will be a nightmare in New York City if the Jets lost. The Giants got spanked on. 
at home. Yeah. And y'all telling me that the Jets is going to get spanked on too? It's going to be a nightmare in New York. Nobody was going to work the next day. So it's a must-win <laughs> game. They hyped it up all day and all night on hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Hey, me, I never watched hard knocks. I never had time to really care about the other players. But this year I watched it. Yeah. And I loved it. You go out there and you get you an MVP. You go out there and you get you a Hall of Fame quarterback to fit this team. Yeah. You got everything you need. Got a top five defense. Got a rookie all-pro cornerbacks. Yep. You got office rookie player of the year as wide receiver. You got everything you need. Yeah. Right? Dalvin Cook. How do I forget about him? Hmm. They got that type of backfield. So yeah. when you ask, is it must win? Of course. You don't, you don't get all this hype and go go all these quarterbacks and try to do all these different additions to not win this game. It's a big game. It's at home. Huge game. If you can't win against the Buffalo Bills at home, right? It's a tough game yeah. overall. It's a yeah. tough game. But you're at home. You yeah. have the advantage. You, you won with Zach Wilson at quarterback. That's like, I don't know, Joy wearing number 12 back there. It's, right? <laughs> So now you get Aaron Rodgers, it should be a different story. And I, I think that this have a really good team, really good defense. They should win that game. And you're right. This, win this that game. to me screams, if you lose this one, some stuff should probably be brewing up in the locker room. Even though it's week one, right, in the New York Jets locker room, right? You're going to have the media coming out, man. Is Robert Sala the right dude for the job? You're going to mm-hmm. get a lot of that. Yep. If the Buffalo Bills lose, it's going to be like, ooh, they got Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah. we expect, kind of expected. On the, on the road. Kind of expected just to win that. Nothing against them. They interview, hey, we'll be back next week. No, not for the Jets. It's going to be so many questions for the head coach, for the quarterback, if they go out here and lose this football game, especially if they lose yeah. kind of in a dominant fashion and, and really don't compete. It's going to be some questions. And, and a piggyback real quick. Like, you, you made a good point. But my, my thing is, if, if they do lose, right, and you just talked about how the, the, the schedule is, is tough, right, other than the Patriots, but it's a tough schedule. <laughs> my thing is this. Right now, people are respecting the Jets. Yes. I don't think nobody mm-hmm. ever respected the Jets for years, no. even when they had a good defense. I, I mean, playing the Jets, I'll get excited. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give like 125. <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Everybody gets excited to play the Jets. But now it's like they're, they're respected. Like, yo, the Jets, they, yo, they solid. Yo, they, got deep, they got this, they got that. If they lose this game at home, uh, at the home opener, at, at home, yeah. teams ain't going to be fair enough. Oh, they the same old Jets. They, oh, they got a nice, cool quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he's all the favorite. They the same Jets, same coach, same team. And it's, they don't fear you. And it's all about how you lose. I think that's big in this game, too, how you lose. If AR8 goes out there and he don't play at a high level and they score 20 and they lose... What are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Then, then we're talking about, man, hey, come on. You know, this, this thing is totally different Pretty now. Strong. Maybe the Jets, quarterback or not, they not a competitive team. They not one of the top teams in the AFC. So this is big in so many. The pendulum will swing yeah. drastically. Pendulum. Hold one up. way or another. Hold up. Right. <laughs> what happened? What does that mean? Pendulum. <laughs> pendulum. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, I just got to know what that means. Pendulum, Shady, like the swinging. Oh! Okay, 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 okay. Okay, you said it's a, I, my dog. That's the Nigerian accent. I, I was like, <laughs> Benjamin? Okay. Now I know. <laughs> my mama always said, the only dumb question is question you don't ask. That's it. That's it. That's fact. Go, pen, go ahead, Pendulum. Do your thing. The pendulum is going to swing drastically one way or another. Pendulum does sound like a Nigerian word now I think about it. It's going to swing drastically because if the Jets win, we're going to be talking about the Jets like maybe Super Bowl favorites. The, the, the Bengals look bad. Yeah. The Chiefs look bad. Yeah. The Jets just beat the Bills. Mm. The Chargers, they, their defense is bad. Yeah. 
The Ravens are only okay. If the Jets win, we will instantly usher the Jets into Super Bowl favorite caliber conversation. But <clears throat> if the Jets lose, all for naught. Mm. But that's what the that's what the hype train does to you. Mm -hmm. That's and and they've leaned in. There's two ways Stay to play. There. There's two ways to play it. You either go super humble, the fake humble. We know we don't really believe this, but we just we just happy to be out there. We just want to compete. You know what I mean? We just, we just it's just a blessing. It's just a blessing to be able to take the field every day. Blah, 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 blah. Sure, that's one way you can play the hype train, yep. or you can lean in, which is what they did. Oh, it's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. Pinch me. We're gonna take over the East. Super Bowls, dusty Super Bowl trophies, leaned in. Yep. So when you lean in, there's only, there's only two exits. One, a dumpster fire, or you're the best in the world. There's no middle ground for the Jets this year. There's no like, oh, yeah, they're having a nice season. No, we either that. have a great season or it's a failure. That's it's a it. zero-sum game for the Jets at this point. I have a question for you, James Jones. Yeah. We have waited 210 days for this game. Yeah. 210 days we have waited for this game, but now our faith will literally get to be our eyes. I cannot overstate, Joy, don't look at me. I cannot overstate how important this game is going to be. What is the one thing that you have to see tonight from the Jets? What's the one thing, the most important thing that James Jones needs to see in three and a half hours? I got to see MVP Aaron Rodgers. I, I have to see it. I don't, I don't want to see Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers last year. I have to see MVP Aaron Rodgers to, I don't care how good your defense is, put it on my back. Mm. I got it. I'm going to make all the throws. I'm going to lead this offense down the football field, up and down the football field on the Buffalo Bills. I'm that dude. That's why you flew out here on a private jet to come see me. Ooh. I need to see MVP Aaron Rodgers tonight. They got a dude over there that's going to be in MVP contention. Hold off, young fella. You got some more years to get this thing done. This is my time. I need to see MVP. Only thing that scares me about this game, Joey Taylor, you got to be honest, knowing Josh Allen, how he is as a competitor, he hear everybody's talking They not talking about me, right? Now, he's humble, but he is competitive yeah. as hell. And they hear about Aaron Rodgers. Another thing is, for the last three years, we talked about how the, how the Bills are favored to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Josh Allen's going to be MVP. Yeah. Everybody's talking about him. This is the first time in the last three years that nobody's talking about the Bills winning anything. Yep. So you hear about Mahomes, you hear mm -hmm. about Burrow. And then the new edition Aaron Rodgers. You don't hear nothing about the Bills. Right. That scares me, though, because now... It's like, okay, we're under the radar. We just go out there and play our game. Yeah. Well, staying in the AFC, we have some breaking news. Chris Jones just signed a new yes! deal. Yes! Receiving some more money. Now, it is a one-year deal, but I'll break down all the oh. details when we return. The Chiefs drama, it may be over. The Super Bowl champs may redeem their spot at the number one spot. But Tua, he dominated yesterday, and I will break down the why, taking you all inside the film room as if you were a pro player yourself. That is next on Speed. Miami has the Dolphins. What to do? MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon.
All right, come on in, family. It's time to go into the film room because what Tua Tungavailoa did yesterday against the Chargers was astonishing. But there were three plays, three plays in the game that won the game, and I have to show them to you. The first play I want you to listen to because it sets the scene. Take a look and a listen. Second 10, blitzes on. Ackman outside. It's tried free with the big hit on the play by Taylor. Was it a fumble because it was recovered and taken in the end zone? Now, as Joy can attest to, because she was at the game, the stadium was rocking. All of the attention and the momentum was in the Chargers' favor. So, Tua, what are you going to do? Now it's third down, and we got to take a look at just what Tua does in the midst of the chaos. Third down, four minutes left. Game is on the line. Tua identifies, I have to beat this individual, Derwin James. That's the first person I have to beat. He's the safety. What else does Tua identify? Wait, third man coverage. Man, man. Man, man. So Tua identifies, wait, they're in man across the board, and the only person I have to beat is the safety? Okay. Tua says, I can do that. Remember the time, America. Three minutes, 45 seconds versus a quarterback rival. Tua, make a play. What does he do? Remember, he identifies her in man. He has to beat one person. Tua, remember, though, he has Russia screaming up on him. This right here is a former defensive player of the year in Khalil Mack. An absolute dude, an absolute stud. Tua steps into the throw, 45 yards in the air. Remember, he only had to beat one person, Derwin James. Who does he beat? That one middle field safety. Watch it again. Steps up into it. Masterful throw. So that was nice. But I, got to, I, I need y'all to see one more play. Once again, what we call third down in the National Football League, James Jones, third down is what, sir? Down. Third down is money down, America. That is when you have to show up. Tua realizes this. So what's Tua going to say? He's going to say, wait a second. I got to show up. Team needs me. It's a minute, 48 seconds left. Game is on the line. Score, 34-30. Chargers are up. Tua, what is he going to do? He's going to throw a goal line fade to a 5'10 receiver on a 6'1 cornerback. But a great throw and a great catch. It beats great coverage every single time. Tua Tungavailoa proved he is an absolute dude. Joy, I watch it from the TV. <laughs> I see, Joy. You I got see. to watch it live, in the flesh, in, here, you know? in person. Joy with the Miami Dolphins flag. I respect it. It's actually very stylish. It looks good on the cream. Thank it you. looks good on the cream. Okay, I could not be more excited on Tua's performance. You were there. You witnessed it in person. What did Tua prove in the win over her? I did, and it was loud. <laughs> and I, I was participating in how loud it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know that he proved anything. He's a clutch quarterback when he's healthy. Mm -hmm. This is what Tua does. Tua is 22 and 13 as a starter. Mm. He has a better winning percentage than Herbert, 25 and 25, Burrow. Veterans since 2020, Stafford, he has a better winning percentage than Wilson, Cousins. He wins games. That's Tua it. wins games. That's it. Now, That's it. it's lovely to be able to throw to someone like a Tyreek Hill Absolutely and a Jalen Waddle. But... He don't pay them. Mm -hmm. He didn't bring them in. You throw to who you throw to. And it's smart to put great pieces around your quarterback. So I think he proved uh, that what we already knew. Yeah. When he's healthy, they're going to win games. And they're going to beat great opponents while doing it. There was a lot that happened throughout the game. What I like most, though, is that they overcame the adversity. Because that's a game that the Dolphins usually lose. And this is a new Dolphins team, so now they're winning it. And part of it is because of what Tua and Tyreek are able to do. But there was a lot of people that contributed. The biggest thing for me, though, is that's who Tua is. He's got to stay healthy. You know, this, I believe Tua proved, especially to me, that he's like that. Mm -hmm. he, he is that dude. Like, if you would have told me before this game that Tua needs to go into conversations in the category of the Justin Herberts and the, the Joe Burrows or whoever you feel like is a 
really good quarterback in the National Football League, you probably wouldn't put Tua in there. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe because of the injuries or whatnot. But Tua showed you that I'm that dude. Number one, he stepped up in the pocket when he had to step up in the pocket. He made the right throws when he had to make throws. And these ain't just five-yard throws. These is big-time throws to win the game for your team. Number two, I don't know what people are doing playing the Miami Dolphins man-to-man because two are going to throw for 400 <laughs> every game you man like when you're trying to man-to-man Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. But at the end of the day, right, he could have stood in that pocket like we see quarterbacks do, and he could have took a sack. He could have threw the ball away. He stepped up in the pocket and threw a strike to Tyreek Hill. But he let me know that I'm that dude and I could compete with the best of them, whoever you put out here, the Justin Herberts, the Aaron, whoever you put out here, I could throw the ball with the best of them and I could compete, could compete with these boys. And that's what he proved to me, man. He balled out yesterday and really made all the throws, even when the game was on the line. Tua showed me a lot, I got to be honest. I think one of them is that I learned is this: if he's healthy, this Dolphins team yes, is sir. legit. Yes, yeah. sir. They're a legit team if he's healthy. The number two thing that, that he's taught me is that when you have confidence in this league, man, you are a totally different player. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. I'm thinking, like, what are we even talking about? Tua, is, is he good? Is he not? Is, yeah. Do they want him? Is he a backup? Yeah. Where is he? Now you see him, he's, like, looking left, right, middle. He, he looks great back yeah. there. He looks yeah. so confident. He knows where he wants to go with the ball. And the last thing that Tua showed me is that to be a, a really, really good player and a great player, as a quarterback, you need weapons around you. Mm-hmm. Unless your name is Tom Brady. But uh, <laughs> if, you're not, if your name is not Tom Brady, you need guys around you. They playing man covers one high with Tyreek Hill? What are you mm. talking about? Bye. That was easy, though. Yeah. Bye. And then the whole time, he ain't even looking no safety. He, I'm going over here, man. I'm I looking. know where I'm going with it. Soon he beat him throwing it up. I know where there. I'm going with it. Tyreek Hill, he top three in the league. Yeah. And I feel like nobody wants to give him his credit. Yeah. I know it's the blockers about two. I know it is. I got to give my boy some love, though. No doubt. Tyreek Hill was the, is the real deal when I, mean, I first 200? seen him. When I first seen this dude play with the Chiefs, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. But him, he's a different special player. I, I, I don't understand how people can't assess Tua. Well, I do understand it. I guess the mistake that, that most people make is it is hard for the casual fan to understand Tua, Tua's best ability. Because Tua's best ability is his processor. No doubt. It's not his arm. It's not his legs. It's not his stature. It's his processor. And it is hardest for the casual fan to assess Tua's best ability because it's his processor. How fast he can compute information that the defense gives him. But here's what I'm so fascinated by. Multiple passing touchdowns, three of them, Mm -hmm. 450 plus yards. Y'all realize the names on that list, Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Boomer Esiason, and Tua Tungabailoa. Mm -hmm. It's not coincidence. The NFL is not the lottery. You don't get lucky. (laughs) You got to go make your own luck. You got to go create your own luck. And Tua on the road with everything on the line showed up in the biggest form and in the biggest fashion. I say this to provide context, not to provide shade. Down by four, Tua, four minutes left. Five for seven, 71 yards, touchdown. Mm -hmm. Conversely, Justin Herbert has the ball. He's down by two, just need a field goal. He's at home. A minute 20, a minute 40 seconds left. Sack, Mm -hmm. grounding, Mm -hmm. short completion, Mm -hmm. sack, game over. Mm -hmm. The difference between winning and losing, I will always say is the quarterback. Because down by four, Tua had a chance to turn the ball over or win the game. Mm -hmm. He won the game. The opponent on the other side, he had a chance to drive down the field and win it. It didn't happen. Shout out to Vic Vangio and obviously the Chargers defense. They had some blunders. But quarterbacks like Tua, they win games. Joy said it brilliantly. The Dolphins used to lose games like that. But if you look at Tua, last two years, Buffalo Bills, one. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Mm -hmm. one. 
Those are those games that now the Dolphins are finding ways to win. James, as you assess, though, the flip side, Herbert with Kellen Moore. Yeah. Kellen Moore's first year now as the offensive coordinator. We expected to see fireworks from Justin Herbert. We didn't. Didn't need to. Offense ran the ball for 234 yards. Phenomenal performance. But what was your reaction? I loved everything Kellen Moore did. I think this is why you brought Kellen Moore in. And I, to be honest with you, I was proud of Kellen Moore because Kellen Moore usually don't stick with the run, especially when you know you got a guy back there like Justin Herbert who can really throw the ball all over the yard and you're looking at all these first-round picks and Keenan Allen and all that to throw the ball too. You stuck with the run. And at the end of the day, you scored 34 points. Yep. And ran the ball for 200-plus yards. You're supposed to win that game. That's good. That's a good offense. You, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that he had commanded this thing, right? Last year when he was at the Cowboys, he, he didn't necessarily stick with the run like that. And you've seen that in Dak's play. Oh, I ran the ball well, but, hey, I'm trying to throw this thing over the yard. So I loved how he stuck with the run, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept depending on it. And Justin Herbert, when you got to make a throw, will make a throw. Justin Herbert made a couple plays with his legs as well. I loved everything I seen from the Chargers offense and Kellen Moore. I think this is going to be a good relationship for uh, for years to come, if you rush for 200 and score 34, you're you walking win. out of there with a W. You should win. Instead, Tua said. You should no. <laughs> win, but they didn't. Yeah. And what you said is the reason why. We can run, 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 which was great. And they were running up and down the field. It was concerning. But when you need to make a play, you got to make a play. Got to make a play. That's what, that's what play. that check was for. When you got to make a play, you got to make a play. That's what I don't Herbert's know. check was for. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Not, correct. That's what Herbert's check was for. I don't know that we know enough about this offense yet after one game to say how much it's really influenced or changed anything. I need a little more information before I can give a full review of what Kellen Moore has done for this offense. It's just it's disappointing if you're a Chargers fan that you have the opportunity to win a mm. game with a guy like that and you can't get it done. Now the Dolphins were just better. Yeah. But – that's not how this is supposed to go. If you're, this is a legit team, you're supposed to beat them and you're at home. And this is the home opener. And you didn't. So that part of it is disappointing. Again, I think we need more information about what their habits are and what they look like a few games in to really assess Kellen Moore here. But that's the point, though. Mm-hmm. You can do that and stick with that. But then when Justin Herbert needs to go out and win the game, he's got to go do that all. Got to go win the game. Can we give a shout-out to Mike McDaniel? Yes. yes. What type of coach Definitely. he is? Yes. Shout out Coach Mike. I, I feel like everybody from that, that, that tree, with him, with uh, Kyle, McVay. McVay, them dudes are, are smart geniuses, man. Mm-hmm. They're young at it, too. Some of the formations he was doing, some of, them, some of the motions he was Like, I'm like, how is he thinking of this? Then you add on the speed, like, he's hard to defend. And, and I just wanted to give him some credit, give him his flowers. I know his flowers is Friday. Yeah, flowers is mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. So we got to give him we some. We can give him some early flowers. But he, man, like... <laughs> Like, the way he utilizes uh, tool and the wide receivers. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Tyreek Hill went off this, this game, 20 yards. But Waddle, next game might be the one going on. Yeah. And that's the way he dices it up. And he really wants to run the ball. Yes, sir. They threw the, I mean, Tua threw for 45 times, but people don't understand that he really want to run the ball, too. And I just want to give him his credit because the way he, the way he runs his offense, bro, is amazing. Speaking, of, is. speaking of credit, and I know we talk Kellen Moore, the Chargers got a defensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't good. Talking about like, it. like, bruh, like, come on now. Like, man to man, four minutes left in the game, knowing you have two of the fastest receivers in the National Football League. Not only, they are not spread out. They are in stack formation. And you still are playing man to man? What are we talking about, man? He has to do better. You are a defensive-minded coach. You got to find ways to stop people. The same thing that happened in the playoffs last year happened yesterday. Yep, yep. 
You know what I'm saying? And you're healthy. You got more pieces back there. J.C., Jackson, all. You got more pieces back there. You got to find a way to stop somebody. This is happening too much. And it's much. money on that defense. So a lot of money on that defense. a lot of money bread on, on that defense. defense. A lot of money on that defense. A lot of money everywhere. Well, speaking of a lot of money, Chris Jones, Chiefs defensive tackle, he just got a lot more. The holdout is over in the breaking right news of the He's day. Upside down. It's disrespectful. <laughs> oh, we will break it all down for you. Chiefs. Hero, to some degree, is back. That's Chris Jones. Come back for the breaking news next on Speak. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, America, we have breaking news, and it is huge news for the Kansas City Chiefs. Four-time Pro Bowler Chris Jones, the holdout is officially over. A new one-year deal. It doesn't add more years to his contract, but it has multiple incentives to earn considerably more money this season. For context, Chiefs want to be a repeat Super Bowl champs. Hasn't happened since 2003-2004. They lost to the Detroit Lions opening week. Thursday, in large part because they didn't have Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey also injured. Now, Shady, you won a Super Bowl with Chris Jones. You know Chris Jones. You know yeah. Chris Jones' agents. You know the Kansas City Chiefs. How big is the addition of Chris Jones back to the team? Only if they could have got this thing done a couple of days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably win that game against Detroit. But I'm excited for the Chiefs because I told you, they cannot win a championship without Chris Jones. No. He's that special spark they get on defense. He's mm-hmm. that type of guy where they might need a tackle for loss. They might, now it's third and 15 or third and 16. Now that you, he got a tackle for loss or, or a sack. He's that type of guy where he closes the games out when you need it. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is a, is a beast. Yes, Andy Reid's a beast. Travis Kelsey, obviously he's a beast. But there's a come a time when the defense got to make plays. Mm-hmm. And if you notice from the, the, from the past, the Chiefs' defense wasn't like no, no shutdown Not defense. Never has been. But – Sometimes, here and there, they don't get them big stops. And who's in the big stops? Yeah. Chris Jones. Yeah. I'm happy that they got this thing together. I just talked to his agent. I, I guess they're working out, you know, some of the numbers a little bit, but they, they, they have come to an agreement in some sense. Shady, for the sake of the viewer at home, break down how important having a Chris Jones is. So when you were playing running back and you're in your offensive meeting rooms, if a team has a great defensive tackle, schematically, are you talking about, hey, run away from him this way, run away from him that way, run a trap play, leave him unblocked to let him come up the field, run a wham play? Mm. Like, schematically, yeah. just so the viewer can understand how a Chris Jones changes a game. So play. just to simplify, uh, you know, that text his brain of his. You guys, you know what I mean? He's, you know, he's going everywhere with it. He's right. But the game plan, I just simplify like that. The game plan is for Chris Jones. Chris Jones, guys like Aaron Donald, wherever they're at, we got to find a way to take, to take them out the game plan, take them out the way. If, if, if he's on the left side, we going right. If he's double teaming him, whatever you got to do to get him out the way, that's what you got to do. And Chris Jones, he's that good. Where when a team plays the Chiefs, they know, well, where's 95 at? Yeah. He on the left? Okay, we're going to the right. Yeah. He's that good. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They do not win a championship without Chris Jones. Uh, we, we all know that. So this is huge. They're able to get him back in the building. And we all know when quarterbacks are uncomfortable, no matter who you are, they don't really play really good football, mm-hmm. right? You just showed a really good clip of Tua stepping up in the pocket, delivering the, mm. delivering the pass. If it's pressure coming down the middle instead of outside the edge, then we, then we got action, right? You got your closer back. 
Chris Jones closes games. It ain't about how many points you give up and all that. Chris Jones closes games. Chris Jones keeps teams behind the sticks with him getting sacks and all that. You need your closer back, right? And you need to make the quarterback uncomfortable. I remember when we played the Broncos with Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware the year they won the championship. We was both 7-0, right? They used Von Miller just kind of like they using Michael Parsons, putting him over the guard and the center and all that. And I remember... After one play, Aaron came in a huddle and he said, if your route at 15, run it at 10. If it's at 10, run it at 5. And we like, we're not getting open on Tlaib and Harris and all that like that. And in my mind in that moment, I said, this game here, over. <laughs> because they was already in there and here. The pressure was coming. It's over. And that's what Chris does. He makes these quarterbacks uncomfortable. That's how the picks come. The turnovers come. And he's your closer. This is huge. Yeah, they, they weren't getting anywhere without him. They gave no. up 118 rushing yards last mm. week to Detroit. Yeah. Detroit looks too much. Too much. Yeah. Too much. And it did, they got no pressure on Jared Goff. Yeah. Look how good Jared Goff yeah, looks. Exactly. He's fine. Back there. Yeah. What should they say? I could do it. <laughs> and they gonna go far, but enjoy we trust. We're gonna do <laughs> slot receivers gonna be very busy. Yeah. But the point is, he is the closer and he is consistency. He is the Mahomes on that side of the ball, so you had to have him in the building. And with the questions that we have about Kelsey's health, you can't be without two mm. of your top three best players for the season. And yeah. Kelsey's not out for the season, but it's just not, it's not a question. They're 4-4 four and four without him. They're 48-11 and 11 when he plays. That's the average. Well, it absolutely is average. <laughs> the definition of average. For context, when Chris Jones has at least half a sack, the Chiefs are 15-2, and two, That's mm. including the playoff. That's, That's just a half a sack. Just a half. <laughs> just a half. Okay, staying in the AFC, one of the most highly anticipated games is the game between the Browns and the Bengals. Like, that was the game. Burrow, Watson, Burrow, Watson, Watson, Burrow, Higgins, Miles Garrett. This was supposed to be the game between two of the highest paid players in ball. Again, look at these numbers. Astonishing. They have the most guaranteed money in the NFL, these two players. $230 million for Watson, $219 million for Burrow. Let's get it to us. We are in overtime. We got to spend a little bit more time on this one. Shady, are you worried at all about Joe Burrow after how bad he looked last night? For context, he only had 82 passing yards. Mm. Last time he had that few passing yards, 2017. At Ohio State, not LSU, before he transferred, at Ohio State when he came in the game in relief of J.T. Barrett. That's just context, America. Mm. He was bad yesterday. He just got paid, calf injury coming off of it. You worried at all? Not even an inch worried about it. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? We talking about Joe Burrow? The, the LSU Joe Burrow? Yes, sir, that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, he changed that whole, that whole franchise. Oh, yeah, that He's why they gave him $19 million guaranteed because he changed the whole franchise around. I'm not worried about Joe Burrow. I will say this, though. When you don't play in the preseason games at all and you have some injuries in camp, it shows mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. Even myself, and I think very highly of myself, when I would play certain games, after a certain amount of years, they would stop playing in the, in the, in the preseason games. And when I got to the real game, it, it would hurt me. I would be rusty. You know, um, the, the normal cuts I would make, I'm tripping over my feet. Small things. I start pacing. Even some of the passes I've seen from, from Joe Burrow, that's not him. Right, the one down to Higgins on the sideline, burnt the, he burnt the guy, the cornerback, easy touchdown. He, he, he threw it out of bounds. Mm -hmm. That ain't Joe Burrow. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, last year, he started with four picks against the Steelers. Steelers, two touchdowns, four interceptions. I panicked. Lost. Yeah, I started panicking. They lost the game after lost that. Lost the game to the Cowboys, super rush. And then Joe Burrow arrived. Yes, sir. And there was no more panic. So I'm not worried about that. A-Rod yeah. said it best, relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs>
I'm with you. I mean, and the reason why we're sitting here saying we're not an inch worried is because JoJo Burrow has shown us ain't no need to worry, right? We, we all knew, even with Joe Burrow, the Bengals always start slow since Joe Burrow has been there. Mm-hmm. And then they come around and they start winning football games and they start looking the way they're supposed to look. Joe Burrow looking like he in MVP form, you know. But one thing that did stood out in this game, and that's the offensive line, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. Joe Burrow is going to find a way to help his team win games, but they could not block nobody. Miles Garrett had himself a day with pressures, with sacks and all that. They, they, they could not block anybody. But as for Joe Burrow, with our own two eyes, we have seen him change this organization around. So after one game, I'm not going to say, ah, I'm worried about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will figure out a way to get his offense back on the right track. Oh, ye of little faith. Come on. Show a little more equity than that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have one bad game, one bad game, divisional game right. against a really good Browns team. Zero percent worried. Shady already mentioned how they started last year. And look, I think we all gave it, we gave it a little pause after the way they started. We're like, oh, okay, hold on. This is a Super Bowl hangover. It's going away. Oh. What happened? AFC Championship game. Yeah. So I, I gotta give I have to give Joe a, a pass on one bad game. Now the offensive line is concerning. Mm-hmm. That's there's there's things to be concerned no about. Bad. But Joe Burrow is not the one that worries me. He, and he's not the one that had stuff to prove yesterday either. So he's built up enough equity that we know not only yes, can they has. start slow, they can recover. Although this is not ideal, and it's not ideal to lose a divisional game. They do traditionally start slow, and he has enough equity to know that he's not the one that I'm worried about. But are we rewarding bad behavior in the sense of if Dak Prescott would have 82 passing yards, (laughs) we would lose our mind. Yes, we would. (laughs) If Patrick Mahomes would have 82 passing yards, we'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not not disrespecting the equity. You're too good for that to happen. If Aaron Rodgers has 82 passing yards tonight – the Those conversation. Are all really different conversations. They really are. Different situations. They are. But I'm simply saying no starting quarterback in the National Football League under any circumstance should have 82. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we watched Justin Fields and do you, it. And you uh, let us. No, and we watched. And then we, uh, we, everybody like it was normal. But well, you, he ran for 20 yards. So I was like, you know what I mean? But you remind us of that. Like, that's how abnormal but it is. I hear what you're saying, but, like, you, you've got, we watched the game also. Like, mm-hmm. it was one of those games. They got beat. Yeah. They got beat. They just got beat yesterday. And and no, it wasn't good, but you have to remember the type of player that he is. Like, Dak Prescott does that, we might be like, okay, we should be concerned. Correct. Justin Fields does that, we should be concerned. Aaron Rodgers does that after not passing for over 200 yards one time last season, we should be concerned. Joe Burrow was in the AFC Championship game after starting the season off with four interceptions in game one last year. And that line, like, I don't know, they, they, they always think. Always. Even like he was, they were doing really good. They was thinking. But it showed up. It showed up yesterday because it happened early. Yeah, right? And don't forget, we coming off a calf injury now. Mm-hmm. Do we really want to get outside this pocket and escape and run a lot yeah. and make plays and all that? No, we want to keep this pocket clean for Joe Burrow so he can step into his throes and deliver. And Miles Garrett saying, uh-uh. Zadarius uh, Smith saying, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we come. We're going to make you uncomfortable all day. Yeah. But you're... You're right. Like, those quarterbacks you mentioned, they have shown us with our own two eyes that they're capable of bouncing back. Like, if Brock Purdy would have came out, I'm just saying the Aaron Rodgers. What two you say? You said what two? Deshaun? 
No, I'm saying if Aaron Rodgers throws for 82 yards, Mahomes 82 yards, they've showed us with our own two eyes that's not them, they'll bounce back. If if Brock Purdy goes out there yesterday and throws for 82 yards off his injury and all that, we might be like, oh, shoot. You know, is this Niners offense all right? You know what I'm saying? You know, Tua with his injuries. Maybe if Tua goes out there, we're like, oh, shoot. But with these dudes, they've proven, man, with our own two eyes that that they're able to bounce back. No, Deshaun Watson? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when we return, we will catch all up on every game from yesterday. What players were we most disappointed in and what players were most impressive? We're going to go around the league and tell you all what you may have missed. The highlights, the lowlights. Impressed by, disappointed in. That is next on Speak. The World Surf League's Rip Curl Finals are here. The top surfers from around the world will compete for the chance to be crowned a champion. Download the free Caffeine TV app and follow World Surf League for all the action. The Rip Curl Finals will have daily content from September 8th through September 16th. All right, family, we are in our hurry up offense. That means we got to go really fast on these ones. Now, most disappointed, most impressed by starting with who we were most disappointed with in week one. I'm coming out the gate and saying Justin Fields, 2-5. You was right. At least after one week, you was right. Because how in the world am I still seeing bad, careless interceptions, fumbles that are meaningful? It can't happen. Not to mention, he's going up against the quarterback in Jordan Love, who is fairly similar as we have expectations-wise, and Love looked great. I was most disappointed week one in Justin Fields, 2-5. I'm going to say the numbers and you tell me the player. 15 for 28 passing, 100 passing yards, 40 rushing yards, zero touchdowns, sacked seven times, two picks. Ah. Daniel Jones, I would never Ah. go to Duke to get any player, (laughs) especially a quarterback. He looked terrible. That's the Daniel Jones we've seen before he got the money. Mm. Embarrassing. Mm. Day ball, I'm praying for you, bro. Uh. I'm praying for you too, Dave Ball, because I'm disappointed in the whole Giants organization. That's you old, sign Darren Waller. You get Saquon Barkley to come in there on a, a team-friendly deal, right? You pay Daniel Jones. You are coming off of coach of the year. I am disappointed in the New York football Giants at the crib, mm. and you score zero. Not at the crib, oh. After paying your quarterback big money, after having a winning season and winning a playoff game, this crib. is disappointing. Hopefully, y'all can bounce back, but I don't see how. Ugh, 40 to nothing. Ugh. Oh, my God, those numbers are terrible. I have to go with the Bengals, though. We just discussed them. I feel like the expectations for this team are so high. We know how good they are. Emmanuel just mentioned it. Are we rewarding bad behavior by just saying that they're good enough to overcome this? We know how important that game is going to end up being later in the season. It's fine. Somebody had to lose. I know you can tie. But (laughs) I would have liked to see a stronger performance from the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't want to hear about the weather. The Browns were playing in the same weather and managed to get a very convincing win. True. Let's flip this one on its head. Now let's have some fun with this one. A lot of impressive performances in week one. I will say none more meaningfully impressive than Brock Purdy. So many people have questions about Brock Purdy after last year's elbow injury. But for context, y'all, Brock Purdy absolutely dominated nominated in week one. 19 of 29, two touchdowns, no interceptions, got the W. Shady, who were you most impressed by? Brock Purdy was nice. I gotta go with Tyreek Hill, my old teammate, good friend of mine. I know Tua had a great game on the 400 yards, I get it, but it's a dude now, what? Tyreek Hill down there, wherever he's at, 
He's somewhere. I'm throwing up. He's going to go get it. That makes the game so much easier. He had 11 catches for 215 yards, two touchdowns. He got crazy busy, giving out crazy work. The real deal. I'm happy for him. Keep rolling, Tyreek. Keep rolling. That's time. Yeah, Reek went to work. 200. I ain't never, I ain't never, Top three. Dead or alive. Let's get it. I ain't never had that 200, Reek. I know it must feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but for me, listen, it's Jordan Love, right? Four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers leaves. It is your show, right? Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears. Everybody was saying, finally, Aaron Rodgers out of the division. It's our time. And Jordan Love came out there and said, hold up. Like my former teammate used to say, relax, I got this thing. And just how cool and calm he was and poised he was, no bad decisions, made all the right plays. Mm -hmm. When he had to get outside the pocket, he got outside the pocket. When he had to check it down to his running backs, he checked it down to his running backs. When he had to make the big throw, he made the big throw. When he had to hold the ball a little bit longer to wait for his receivers to get open, he held the ball a little bit longer. Big time props to Jordan Love. He balled out yesterday. Exciting times in Green Bay. All great answers, guys. And yes, Brock Purdy looked great against the Steelers. Very upsetting. But he did. He looked good. He looked good. Hey, in Shanahan we trust, right? Mm. Except for Sean McVay is still in the building. I get to sprinkle some love on the Rams. Admittedly, I did abandon this corner that I was standing on with the Rams. But it, was, it gave me great pleasure to watch that yesterday. Sean McVay is 17-4 and four in September games. It's the best in the NFL since he entered in 2017. He is still that guy. The Seahawks were favored by five points, by the way. Mm-hmm. No Cooper Cup. That offense looks fine. Yeah. That defense looks fine. The Seahawks, they're expected to be a really good team this year, right? Over, under, eight and a half wins. Yeah. We think very highly of them. That's going to drop. Very highly of them. They're going to make it to the playoffs. They're going to be a really, really good team in the NFC. I still think all that's possible, but... That's a division win. Mm. And the Rams. It is. It that is. we don't think is going to win very many I had that little, yeah, that little beef with no the doubt. No doubt. The Rams. Oh, you're handling a little bit of I the forgot shape. about that. I'm, I'm very happy for the Rams <laughs> for, ma- for making, me, uh, making my past prediction look a little bit more right, even though I abandoned it, admittedly. Now, the Rams have to be up there. I mean, and my, not just the Rams for me putting names on it. Those young receivers. Yep. Yeah. Those young receivers. You had two Williams, receivers. That went, two of them went over so two 100. Went two, yep. two went off. And then Matthew Stafford. He looked good. 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 I couldn't say I was disappointed in the Seahawks because I looked. I was like, wait a second. What's going on now? Then I saw they lost both their left tackle, both their left tackle yeah, and the right that's tackle. That's tough to do. So I was like, okay. I was about to be mad. I was about to be mad. I was literally getting a haircut this morning, rewatching the game, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But even since the start, though, the start of that game, the Rams just took control of this. But start. remember, Seahawks was up at half. Uh, they were not dominating. They, they didn't look the way we wanted Fair. the Seahawks to look Very against. Tr- and the Rams looked 48 good. rookies or something they got and in the camp. Ram, like the Rams that? looked yeah. good. It was good to see them yeah. out there wanting that W. Well, no players want the Ws more tonight than Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen. We're just three hours away from maybe the biggest game of the season. It's the showdown tonight. We'll give you all the details on who you need to know. We'll win next on Speed. It's almost like they won a championship a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Hi, family. It is time for two-minute drill. The Jets host the Bills tonight. Aaron Rodgers' first regular season game. All eyes will be on this game tonight. James Jones, I need your winner. You already know where I'm going. I'm going with my dog, my brother from another mother, AR8. Time to get the job done, baby. I got the Jets. We family. Uh, I'm going with the Bills. I'm I'm staying on the Bills bandwagon. You know, I picked them to go to the Man, Super Bowl. We stand up. Usually when we sit down, we're on the same page. Stand, <laughs> yeah. up. stand up. Everything <laughs> changes. Everything <laughs> changes. 
You got the Bills. I got the Bills. You got the Jets. Got Two five. Jets. What's up, Sean? What's up, my boy? Oh, What's up, Josh? What's, What's up, Stephon? What's up, Cooks? What's up, Trey? Uh, Trey and White? What's Come good? Oh man. I'm working my squad. You know what I mean? Bills all day. Hey, sir. I'm just gonna let you know, Acho, before you pick. I only missed two games all week. You only missed two. You only got two wrong. I missed on Seattle Rams one. And I missed on Vikings Tampa. So listen to your boy if you want to get it. I think I went with the Jets. We have to pre-do our picks. We pick on Friday before this show today. I think I went with the Jets. I believe the Jets will get it. Thank you, my dog. Thank you, my dog. You know what I'm saying? We stand up. We agree. You and Joe stand up. Joe disagree. The Bills, yeah, yeah. Why you whispering? Come on, y'all. Come on, Jets. Big weather tonight. Will that impact the game at all? Who does rain favor? Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Josh Allen and the Bills. I mean, I think this is equal. They live in Buffalo. It's always weather. We... Aaron coming from Green Bay, it's always weather. Hey, it is what yeah. it is. Hey, guess what? Hey, the weather is equal. I'm going with the best quarterback. Who's the best quarterback out of them, too? AR8. Yeah, all, all day. Okay. AR8, all day, everything. This ain't too late. Hey, last time I checked, Bowling.